Hello, and welcome to Inside Track and Field with Coach Rhodes. This is a podcast about the track and field scene in Prince George's County, Maryland. Where we came from, where we are, and where we're headed. Our guests will include athletes, coaches, and others that were instrumental in contributing to the rich, strong heritage that is known for PG track and field. We'll talk history, champions, records, the past and current landscape around our sport in the Washington metropolitan area, affectionately known as the DMV. So sit back and get ready to enjoy as we spend some time with some amazing guests, laughing, talking, reminiscing, all about our history. Welcome to Inside Track and Field. Today's guest is Afulabi Oromare, who in 2005 at the state championships set the state record in the 500 meters. The 103.52 is a record that still stands today. His smooth stride led his alma mater, C.H. Flowers, to capture the 2005 team state title, the first team title in school history, boys or girls. His range and speed allowed him to compete in everything from the 200 meters through the 800, earning all Met and All-American honors in 2005. He left an indelible mark in PG County track history. Welcome, Afu. Good afternoon, Coach Rose. I'm fine yourself. Thanks for having me. Um, honored and greatly appreciative. So we had definitely have some history together, but um, let's 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 talk a little bit so we can share with our guest um, where and how did you get involved in track and field? Man, <laughs> well, um, pretty much uh, like in my early childhood. Um, I want to say maybe like around the age, probably like eight or nine years old at this point, my family and I, we were um, living in like the downtown Silver Spring area. And, um, you know, for whatever reason at that point, I don't know if it's because I was like a rambunctious young child, but my mom was just putting me in every single sport from uh, basketball, um, baseball, and soccer. So um, a colleague of hers, actually, when they were working today at the World Bank, um, coincidentally, he had a son that was the same age as me. And he was running for a local track and field program called the Hummingbirds. So he, my mom invited her, um, him to, I think I had a soccer game somewhere in like Calverton on, you know, just a random uh, Saturday in the fall. And um, all I remember is him telling her, um, Mr. Buckner, um, you know, Mr. Dupe, your child is in the wrong sport, plain and simple. The way he's able to get up and down this field for however long, you know, the matches were, whether it be 60 minutes, 120, I really can't remember. But um, he was the one that properly gave my family, you know, the introduction into track and field. And, you know, from that point, um, this is in like 1996. It just took nice, off from there. Nice. So did you realize, when did you realize that this was something you were going to excel at? Um, my first year, um, so, you know, anybody that's familiar um, with, uh, you know, amateur, you know, track and field, you know, age groups like nine, 10, 11, 12, you know, they just, you know, they pair two age groups together. And um, after the first year, um, you know, I qualified for the USATF Junior Olympic National Championships um, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 
I ran the one, the hundred meter dash, the 200 meter dash and the 400 meters placed uh, fourth, third and sixth in each of those respectively. And at that point, um, you know, my mom was like, you got to drop everything else. Like if you, I, I don't want to pay for anybody to go to school, you yeah. know, as you know, my mother, you know, Nigerian, um, you know, came to this uh, country from Nigeria along with my father, like, but, you know, that was just her way of just motivating me because she's seen that I found my initial report while I was still young to even realize, you know, how good I was. So, you know, I definitely, um, you know, I definitely owe her everything for that. But, you know, it's probably like once my second year when I was 10, um, that's when I realized, you know, I, I had something, you know, something good going on, a God-given nice, gift. Right? Nice. So, so that was a, so your parents were, your mom was definitely involved in, in, in keeping you um, with the club and, and getting you around. Yeah. And, um, and, and it's just, it's just interesting how, you know, life works out because she was able to like, just uh, cultivate so many relationships on her own, as you know, um, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I believe I met you for the first time when I was about 12 years old in that track and field program. Um, and, um, you know, she started to get hands uh, more involved, you know, being the team mom, if you want to call it that cooking food for hundreds of people after track meets, we're staying for an hour, two, three, three hours, just eating and socializing, just talking about, you know, our next, what we have planned on the next meet and things of that nature. And then I want to say like when I was in like 13, 14, she actually became the president of that track club. She was the first female, uh, sorry, woman, I apologize to do so. And, um, you know, at that point, um, she just brought an aggressive approach just to help get other kids in the neighborhood. Like I made with so many guys that, you know, want to back, don't want to hoop. They want to be the next Vince Carter, whatever the case may be. And she's like, well, you could do that, but as long as you friends with my child, you're going to do this as well. So, um, you know, she was definitely really hands-on just as far as this helping my maturation. Definitely. I think she was too. an integral part of, of that club and, and, and just grown, growing, you know, yeah. the, the neighborhood and the community around that club. So that was, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, who were some of your coaches, those, those early coaches that helped impact and develop your track and field career? Um, you know, just, you know, it was so many, to be honest, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm leaving, sure. you know, anybody out, but one to be in particular, one in particular, um, you know, I think anybody that has any type of association with, you know, the Hummingbirds or just even other um, track programs in the area, just know the impact that, um, you know, Carlos Cumberbatch had on, you know, myself and, you know, a lot of my peers. Um, this is somebody where, you know, he it's funny, he lived in my neighborhood as well. So, um, you know, as soon as school was over, like back then, I just remember being so anxious, like, you know, just making sure I'm getting off the bus at, in a timely fashion, getting my homework um, done. By the time my mom comes home, five, six o'clock, I'm eating dinner, I'm sprinting to his house, watching tapes on Michael Johnson, Donovan Bailey, Maurice Green, we practicing block starts in this basement of a townhouse. Like that's just, you know, just how motivated I was because he just, he continued just to instill in me, like, you know, along with help my mother that I had a talent that I, again, still at that age, I didn't really understand at that point. But, you know, as an adult, you know, you could see, you know, see things that we can't. And, um, you know, even from just a, an academic standpoint, I mean, I'll be brutally honest at that point in my life, I was a terrible student. Um, I just think that, it was just something that didn't spark my interest. And he kind of like, you know, just definitely helped help, uh, land my mother, helped my hand like, look, if you want to continue to do this, we have to get these B's and C's in, um, in school up to A's and B's. Is that simple? Or your days are numbered being involved with this track and field program. So 
you know, definitely Coach Cumberbatch was the one that, you know, I would definitely say I, I, I would attest that he really helped me, you know, just walking that straight definitely. and narrow. Definitely. So, so um, even along those lines, segue into to some of your some of your first idols, some of the first people that you saw maybe on TV or, or saw a watch. Who who were some of those guys that kind of inspired you to to you know to 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 be elite? Um I mean honestly uh because you know I you know I would like to classify myself as a quarter miler, you know, it's it's Michael Johnson and gold spikes, man. Um I just remember like just witnessing like in 96 in Atlanta, um, you know, when he, he, oh, he broke the 200 meter world record yeah, in, in the Olympics in Atlanta, he went 1932. He had broke the 400 meter record, I believe the year before that at the world championships, but that's something I definitely wanted to aspire to be um, because I was so short back then, but everybody was, because my feet were big, like I was probably like four, I want to say like four, nine, four, 10 but I'm wearing like size 11 shoes back then. So everybody knew for the most part that would grow. And like, you know, they would just be like, you know, if you're going to fill out properly, you're going to look a lot like him. But, you know, that is style with me. Um, like anything I do in life, I really like to just study like the history of, um, you know, of, of, you know, whatever I'm involved in. And so just a lot of local guys like um, Atu Modibo, um, you know, he's the, he's the state record holder in the uh, 400 meter dash to this day. Um, a forty-five, ninety-five, if I'm correct. Um, you know, other guys, James Graham from Northwestern. Um, he was a you know older guy that was also involved in the Hummingbird Track and Field program. He ended up going to Georgetown. They um at Northwestern, Northwestern actually won the four by four pen relays in '99, if I'm correct. But a lot of local guys definitely had a lot of influence. Um, you know, just as far as my interest and in, wanted to continue to further myself and track and field. Definitely correct. So you mentioned a couple of guys that are that are local and, and things like that. So that'll actually, you know, bring me to to a question I was going to ask you a little bit later. But but what do you what do you think makes um, Prince George's County have have that type of talent or, or breed that that type of talent that that it's so rich in track and field that maybe some people outside the, the county don't know? I mean, to be completely honest with you, I, I don't even think it's just limited to track and field. I feel like, um, you know, nationally, Prince George's County is like a hidden gem from track and field, basketball, and football. I just maybe because we're smaller in comparison to like other states or regions, like whether it be Florida, Texas, California, whatever the case may be. Um, and then especially for me, like within my age demographic coming up, a lot of people were really big on basketball and football. And, um, you know, I might be wrong, but I feel like, um, you know, for my age demographic and the guys that came behind me and girls, I kind of felt like I was one of the people in the area that kind of made it cool to run track. For whatever reason, you know, people, you know, raise an eyebrow to it. Like, I don't know, because like a lot of guys can envision themselves running around the track in like a tight uniform. I really don't know, but I definitely feel like, you know, I kind of had the impact and then, you know, um, Especially out here, you know, it's a lot of, you know, Trinidadians, uh, Caribbeans, Africans, Jamaicans, um, you know, whatever the case may be that are more so, uh, you know, competing in track and field. Whereas, you know, despite being the fact that both my parents are from Nigeria, I still have that, you know, that urban upbringing because, you know, I, I was born here. I was raised there. All my friends were playing those sports. 
So I kind of feel like I brought, you know, a different kind of feel, whether it's the socks that I wore or, you know, whatever the case may be. I just wanted to make it cool. Yeah, you definitely, um, you definitely had so, a lot of people looking up to you, yeah, uh, I, uh, regardless of, of whether their favorite sport <laughs> was, sure. was, was track and field. You had a lot of people, you know, right. kind of wanting to be in, right. in your shoes. Um, what, what, what do you consider one of your, your, one of your first, other than the age group track, one of your first big titles or, or big championships that you, that you were able to capture? First, the first outside of age group track. So yeah, if I could, um, um, you know, go to high school when it, when things really started getting serious, I would probably have to say my sophomore year when I won um, the 500 uh, meter dash indoors. Um, uh, I, I was probably, you know, I transferred the flowers, you know, going into tenth grade. So I I probably only been there for about two three months, and I was still in the process of trying to uh, just find my own identity. Um, you know do I, am I supposed to be here? Do I really fit? Because like when I, you know, when I came in, I was known as the guy, you know, from age group track that, you know, um, you know, I was around, um, you know, running good times, but I wasn't, you know, in the week to week, like just competition and battles with guys, you know, from the PG County side. Cause I knew it was a different kind of beast, you know, you know, and it's no disrespect to anybody else anywhere else in Montgomery County, you know, you know, you have your couple of guys here and there, you know, you know, one meet, you know, you might have to step up to the plate and really bring it. But like, I mean, every single, we were running two, three times a week, uh, big meets on the weekend, like every single time you step on the track, you had to bring. And, um, and I was in the process of still trying to find my way. And at that point, so I'm in 10th grade competing against juniors and seniors. So for me to capture that title, you know, as an underclassman, I feel like at that point, that's when I like got home that day and looked in the mirror, like you know what? Yeah, I'm here to yeah. stay. So that was definitely, that was definitely, that was that. definitely memorable. Um, how did you how did you prepare mentally? What were what were some things you did mentally to prepare for for big competition? Um, I mean, as I mean, as as cliche as it sounds, um, I, again, I was really goal oriented. So I mean, honestly, I just wrote it down on a piece of paper, like. At the beginning of every single season, um, you know, I, you know, I'd write down different goals from individually uh, to team, different times. You know, I wanted to run this year, and literally, I would like just uh, uh, tape it to my uh, next to my door. So, you know, whenever I wake up in the morning, whether it be to go to practice, um, those six a.m. workouts you and Shep had us doing at the complex <laughs> twice a week, or, um, you know, as far as even going to class or even going to church on a Sunday, like that's the first thing I see. So it's like, even when I'm not at home, like if I'm at practice or I'm at school, like, you know, I might be, you know, daydreaming or dazed off somewhere like that. I'm envisioning, you know, and I'm trying to figure out a way to manifest, you know, what I wrote down on that paper. So it really started there. And then again, like just continue to just educate myself with the sport, um, you know, just study my peers and um, uh, my counterparts. Just, you know, I need to know like what this guy here is, you know, what he ran last week or what leg he's running in the four by four or, you know, if he, you know, maybe tweaked some type of small injury, you know, whatever the case may be, I just always just kept my mind just ingrained in you know, everything in regards to the sport. And, you know, at that point in time, you know, it just became natural. So, so yeah, we went on a lot of, a lot of trips and, and we, we definitely traveled around and, and got to compete a lot of different places. What were, what were some of the most exciting venues for you to, uh, to enjoy? Virginia Tech, yeah, definitely, definitely Virginia Tech, man. Um, you know that bank track. Um, 
you know, uh, that's just somewhere where you know you're gonna run fast. And um, and I uh, and the the one that's most memorable for me is uh was my junior year, as a matter of fact, um, when I ran the 500. And you know, it was like a you know die stat. It was like a uh, it was a big thing because I was running against uh, Lashawn Merrick, you know, who was a senior. You know, if anybody knows anything, um, Olympic gold medalist, you know, from Southern Virginia. And, um, you know, we had, you know, we had one, it was, it was a battle and I, I can't remember what I did. Maybe, um, you know, I wasn't as aggressive, you know, maybe like the last 50, 60 meters. So I, I gave him the inside or whatever. And, um, you know, he ended up, you know, he, you know, he took advantage of that. And I, he ran uh, maybe like 104.89 and I ran like 104.92. It was literally like, you know, uh, a hair on the head apart as far as, you know, how much he, he won by, but at that point, you know, I, I knew I had a lot of work to do, but, you know, just competing against somebody like him that went on to accomplish so many things, you know, through the course of his illustrious career, um, you know, that was definitely Absolutely. a memorable Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. That's, 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 that's etched in my memory as well. And, and, and um, both, both of you came, <laughs> came into that last turn, kind of just both of you trying to figure out who, who was going to have that little edge and, and, who, and just that one little right. thing, but um, but it was definitely a battle, a battle of the right, ages. Right. So it's 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 definitely etched yeah. in my in, in my memory as well. One of um one of my favorites definitely was the um the state meet when um we knew we knew going in you had you had a tough combo of races and 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 like you said you know Prince George's County, PG County is known for for tough uh for tough competition and we we definitely had that you know set in stone from. From a big Suitland team, where they where they were loaded up with some right. um, with some sprinters, you know, as well. You, you you have any memory of that of that those races and and how you accomplished that that double? Yeah, um, yeah. So that was the um, that was my junior year, um, the first year that I doubled in the uh, in the three and the five hundred, and um, you know, back then at that point in time. I believe Suitland had already won two indoor and 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 indoor the year prior, and they were obviously favored to win again. Um, you know, uh, you know, indoor of my junior year. So you know, they had Serge Serge McGill, um, Travis Bowman, Navarro Bowman's older brother. You know, he was on that team. They they had uh, Yafet Cross. Um, they were stacked. I mean, from every from the fifth Robert Dew from the fifty five all the way. To, to jumps, relays, sprints, everything. They were really stacked, but, and I know for us, like we had lost, um, you know, a lot of upperclassmen from the year prior when we actually came second over my sophomore year, uh, you know, uh, uh, Daryl Young, Omar Cuff, um, Guy Rest is so, Eric Best. Um, you know, we had, we lost a lot of good pieces, but we were a young team and I was ready to kind of like, you know, just step, step up to the plate and, you know, just assume that role of, of the leader. So, you know, with that being said, I knew we had a lot of talent, I mean, that we can compete, but I literally, you know, told my, I remember telling my mom, like, mom, like, I, I'm going to win both of these today. Like, I, I'm, I'm letting you know that right now. And um, I actually broke the record in both or whatever, uh, in uh, the three and the 500, uh, and 34, 3466 and the 300 and um, 10456 um, in the five. And that, record has stood maybe 20 years, you know, up until that point. So it, it was very, you know, it was really a big accomplishment for me. And again, you know, just continue to build that confidence because, you know, again, PG County is just, it's a different kind of animal. Like it's, it, it, it really is just with the level competition from Suitland, Roosevelt, Northwestern, um, everybody really. And, and even, um, you know, in, in neighboring counties as well. 
um, you know, a lot of different invitationals, like, you know, even Baltimore, Mer you know, Mervo School, uh, you know, it, 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 it was real fun. But, yeah, that year, you know, I definitely wanted to, you know, let these guys know, you know, you, you guys are stacked up, but Flowers, we, we, nice, we're here. Nice. So, can I ask, um, is there anything that you would want um, young people to know about your high school experience, things that maybe can help out some of these uh, current athletes? And they're in a different, you know, time frame right now, but, you know, we will get back to track and field right. and get back to sports, you know, at some point. What, what would you say to some of the young folks coming up? Um, honestly, I mean, for me, from my own personal experiences, um, I'd probably say, you know, more than anything, like, just don't take it for granted. Um, you know, that's that's number one. Just in hindsight, you know, being you know, in my early 30s at this point, you know, I, I, there's a lot of things I would do differently, you know, especially, uh, you know, just just listening and, you know, trusting me, you know, yourself, Shep, um, you know, Coach Brady, Coach Keitha, you know, a lot more, you know, back, you know, at that point in my life, you know, as a, as a, you know, as a preteen or whatever it is, like, you think you know everything, you know, at the end of the day, and we really don't. And it's like a lot of like the little thing lessons, like the smallest things, like make sure you're asleep by 11 o'clock instead of being up till one, two in the morning watching sports or texting girls, whatever the case, it really does make a difference or whatever. So, um, you know, I would definitely, you know, I, I would advise that. I mean, nutrition is everything. Like this sport, talent can only get you but so far. Um, it's different from basketball, football, baseball, where it's, you know, team oriented. You can't, you can't point the uh, point a finger at the person next to you. Like, man, I did not compete well because you did not do X, Y, Z. Once you line up, it's you versus that person to your left and that person to your right. So, you know, nutrition is everything, um, taking care of your body and just staying hydrated and just your, your mental, you know, your mental, is, your mental is more important or let's say just as important as the physical. Um, just just continuing to just educate yourself with everything. So, you know, those are a, a couple of things I would definitely, you know, some words I would like to share, you know, with the guys awesome. that are coming up behind awesome. me. And um, for, for our final segment, we're going to have just a quick uh, rapid fire question session. So I'm going to give you three questions and you're going to have a little bit less than 30 seconds to, to answer, but you're a track guy. So, so you should, you should be fine with that. So it's going to, you don't have to pick your brain out a little bit, but, um, but I'm going to give you uh, three <laughs> questions and we'll start with which competitor were you most intimidated to go against or excited to face and back in high school? Well, Romain McKay. Ro I've been looking him up recently. <laughs> okay. He's definitely got some heat. He dropped some diamonds. <laughs> Other than your marquee right, event, right, right. which event was your favorite? I mean, I know you're not gonna like it, but the long jump probably. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're 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 right. I, 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 it was it was I one was, that I loved, but I didn't want you to get hurt doing it. I. I I spray my toe so many times. Yeah, you, you flat out told me I'll oh, never compete man. in this event again. Yep. All yeah. right. And the last one was, what was your least favorite workout back in high school? Man, every spring break. Um, so like if spring, we're out of school on Friday for whatever reason. I don't know why you, you know, the coaching staff decided to, you know, we're going to have like a 10 or 11 a.m. practice the next day on Saturday. And those 10 400s. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I knew to eat light. You know, I definitely knew to eat light because, you know, whatever That's I put right. in my body will be on that track by the time uh, practice is over. So I was That's 10 right. quarters, man. That's like, toughness day. It's it, it was a different animal. All right. Man, <laughs> but, listen, it's been really awesome um, I'm talking with you, man. I really appreciate you, you uh, coming out. Um, and um, you, you, you definitely you, one of the best that, that came through um, Prince George's County. Um, like we said, that 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 Thank 500 you. record still stands, and we and we look forward to somebody trying to take it down. But uh, but hopefully we, we you can hold on to it for a few more years. But uh, but we're definitely going to be gunning gunning for it. And um, you're in good company with with a lot of the big historians. And um, your name's gonna definitely going to stay stay permanently etched in uh, Prince George's County track and field history. So thanks for joining me. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it, Coach. Thank you so much. Once again, we'd like to thank our guest, Afalabi Oromare. Afalabi holds several school and area records that include the aforementioned indoor 500 meters. At 1 minute 3.52 seconds, he also owns the number two all-time in the state at 1 minute 4.56 seconds, which he set in his junior year. He is also the owner of of the Class 4A 300-meter record at 34.35 seconds. Thanks for listening to the Inside Track and Field Podcast with Coach Rose. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next time at the track, always trying to go faster, higher, and further. Until next time, peace and blessings to all our listeners.